my beautiful soul family. I'm here for a little solo story time today. I just returned from Fish Creek and this park has continued to blow my mind with its absolute magic. (laughs) It is really hard to put into words, honestly, but it seems that each time I return, particularly to this one area of Fish Creek that's near my house, I just seem to experience these interactions with humans and animals, these profound realizations and moments of deep clarity. It's almost become addicting (laughs) and I've been spending more and more and more time there as the days pass. And the past week or so has been heavy. And I won't go into great detail as to the intricacies of why that is. There's been a multitude of factors from work to personal life to relationships. And just diving deep into shadow work has certainly brought up a lot. And life as of late has really been requiring me to make a choice. To step forth into a new version of myself and to continue working towards creating the life that I envision or to fall back into old habits and patterns and man some days I feel like the universe is just raining down upon me and sending me challenge after challenge after obstacle after obstacle and I'm just standing still holding this proverbial baseball bat and just doing my dang best to hit every single one on target which I am obviously not doing because I'm human <laughs> so this this theme of shedding old beliefs, old thought patterns, old habits, and mechanisms of evading the work, whether literally or figuratively. This is all required that I shed not only old versions of myself, but also to say goodbye to certain people in my life and certain pieces of my life that are no longer serving me. And those that are no longer supporting my growth. And to say that this has been difficult, I mean, difficult doesn't even come close to describe it. Shattering, maybe? I feel like each goodbye and each step forth into the new is a death of the old. And some days that death really, truly feels like death. And it just ensues this wave of deep grief. And I recognize I'm probably not making a good name for shadow work and growth here as I talk about this with such a heavy undertone. (laughs) So I do have to say that 
where there has been this immense heaviness, it has also been followed by a feeling of release. And I've spoken to many of you lately who have kind of been feeling this collective heaviness and whether that be through doing self-work or the seemingly never-ending ongoings of the world and really the shattering of the places we once called home, the places and the relationships we once felt safe to be our authentic selves. I've talked to so many of you lately about loss. And the other night I really sat with a loss that I was feeling. And what came up for me in that moment was that we never really lose anything. We simply release all that is not for us. And there's no shame or shade to the people who we release from our lives or to the old versions of ourselves, for that matter, that we release from our present truth, nor to any of the parts of us that we let go of, the parts of us, the parts of our lives. For these people and these parts are simply on different paths and they're serving different purposes. And I do truly, to the very core of my being, think that everything is meant to be. It's just that not everything is meant to be forever. And if we focus on who and what we leave behind, we create a mindset of disparity. But if instead we focus on what we have to gain and the beautiful space that has been left for us to fill whenever we release something from our lives, that's where we have the power. That's space that's left behind. That's where the true beauty and the lessons lie. So to shift that focus, to focus on what the universe is teaching us when it removes certain things and people and opportunities, focus on what we still have and what all that we have yet to achieve. Our mindset of abundance will get every one of us so much, so much farther in life than that of disparity. So now that I've gone on a typical Sarah length existential rant, um, (laughs) I do want to share my story from Fish Creek. And this experience was truly exemplary of what it means to ask for guidance and to listen when the universe answers the call. And if any of you are familiar with Fish Creek Park in Calgary, you'll know that it is immense. (laughs) I actually had to Google it when I got home. And it spans over 100 kilometers or 62 miles. And this will be a relevant fact in my story when I get further along. So I set out on this particular walk And I was feeling the literal weight of the world in lieu of some of the events in my personal life and just the felt heaviness of friends who are struggling. 
and a lot of the work that I've been immersed in. And I was going to say that I was the work that I was forced to do, but no, the work that I have been guided or rather invited to do. So anyways, being a creature of habit, I normally do one of two loops in the park and I typically throw on some music or a podcast for half of it and then I do the other half of my walk in silence as I just reflect and just take in nature. For this walk though, (laughs) I quite literally got out of my car, I threw my arms up to the sky and I said, I need a sign. I need you to just guide my heart and my mind and my feet right now because I am struggling. And something inside me just said, go the other way. So I did. And I followed a path that I'd never been down. And for the first bit, I just wandered with my music on and I focused on my breath. And I just let my legs go where they wanted to on the path. And my walk, both physically and mentally, was kind of (laughs) resemblant of an N64 code. Like, literally, like, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. (laughs) A, B, start. (laughs) No, just kidding. Um, But I walked for over an hour, something along those lines. And uh, at that point, dusk was soon approaching. So... I kind of begrudgingly told myself that I should probably turn around before I got really lost. And so I started walking back the other way and honestly really hadn't made any profound realizations or found any symbolic answers that I had fanatically been hoping to find. So I just focused on retracing my steps and just kind of being with the emotions that were coming up. And I got to this fork in the path. And I knew which way I had come from. And I remembered when I was walking the other way, having seen the other side of the fork. And this time, something just said, let's go this way. So I did. And I vowed to myself that I would just walk as far as I felt comfortable. And I would turn around to give myself enough time to get back to the car with daylight. And not five minutes down this path, I ran, almost quite literally, (laughs) into a sign that read the following. The tree. The tree reaches down to hold on to life. Reaches above for nourishment to grow. Reaches out to the world around. Stands firm through the torments of life becomes healthier when nurtured and pruned becomes stronger because of the storm the tree a symbol of strength hope and life So, as they are now, the tears flowed freely upon reading this. 
and those tears <laughs> turned sooner into a river as I directed my attention to the base of the sign. And it read, This Memorial Forest, planted and dedicated by McInnes and Holloway Funeral Homes to perpetuate the memory of those we cherish. Now, I was nine when my dad passed, as I've spoken on in a few previous episodes. And I did know that McKinnis and Holloway was the funeral home we held his service at. And I also vividly remembered us planting a tree. Though, until this day, I had never questioned or revisited that memory nor did I know which of the McKinnis and Holloways we had been to that day. And I messaged my mom in this moment and I said, Mom, this is a very spontaneous question, but where is Dad's tree? And I sent her the photo of the plaque and she replied, Yeah, it's, it's in the McKinnis and Holloway Memorial Park. But where exactly, I can't tell you, sweetie. <laughs> that park is immense. And I'm sure it's only grown extensively over the past 20 years. But we marked Dad's tree with a wooden plaque. And McLeod Trail is visible from where we planted it. <laughs> so I googled the McInnes and Holloway Memorial Park when I got home from this excursion. Since 1996, there have been 57,842 trees planted here. I'm sure by now you can predict where this story is going, but stay with me. So in the tree plantation itself, in the memorial forest, there's really no set paths. There's one path that goes in the middle of the forest, but on either side of you, there's just this immense memorial forest that spans, I don't know how many kilometers encompassing those 56,000 trees. And so I'm walking off the path at this point and the grass and the weeds are the height of my knees <laughs> my hips in some areas <laughs> and for those of you who don't already think I'm a little woo-woo by this point in the story I again I just truly tuned in and I asked the universe to guide me and I just started walking in the direction of McLeod Trail and at this point my inner Sherlock is in high gear <laughs> And I'm assessing the height of the trees <laughs> to gauge which ones could even be a probable match with 20 years of growth. And so I see one of many appropriately sized trees and I walk closer and this, you guys, this is just another moment where I just knew there's something so much greater than us. Call it God, call it spirit, call it source, call it the creator, call it the universe, call it whatever lands for you. Or just challenge yourself to hold space for that possibility. Because on that damn tree in front of me was my dad's wooden plaque. And I just fell to my knees and I sobbed. Because there was nothing and no one I needed more in that moment. After this past week. 
than my dad. And yet, there he was. And again, an indication that we never, ever lose anything or anyone. We release what's not for us. And we keep in our heart and soul what is. So now, the magic doesn't end here. And my mom and I have both felt since my dad's passing that his spirit lives on not only in our hearts and in music, but in the spirit of the eagle. And that just arose because the eagle shows up for us in moments that are far from coincidental. And when the eagle comes, I always feel his presence deeply. So at this point, I'm sitting there at the base of the tree and I've half gathered myself together and I let out a deep sigh (laughs) and I look up to the sky and there's two eagles playing, like playing with each other and about 50 meters from my dad's tree is an eagle's nest just high above the remaining treetops. So I talked to my dad. I thanked the universe and I thanked that beautiful park for the life-changing experiences it has gifted me with in these past months. I'm going to end this episode with that tree poem again as I think its beauty and deep meaning are worth sharing more than once. The tree. The tree reaches down to hold on to life. It reaches above for nourishment to grow. It reaches out to the world around. Stands firm through the torments of life. Becomes healthier when nurtured and pruned. Becomes stronger because of the storm. The tree, a symbol of strength, hope, and life. If you felt a little lost lately, a little defeated, maybe a lot overwhelmed, just know that you're not alone. You haven't lost anything. And you're stronger because of the storm. I'm going to end this episode today, not with my typical outro music, but with a song that, again, the universe pressed the play button on for me in a moment I needed it most. So maybe this song will speak to you in a similar way. Before I sign off, I just want to say, 
Thank you for showing up today, for doing the work you're doing, for committing to your growth. Thank you for being here to walk this wild and crazy journey with me. Thank you for being you, for letting me be me. Much love, as always, from my big little soul to yours. I guess I forget that I've got all the answers And I forget that I've got all I need And guess I forget that the path isn't easy And what I seek is already in me When will I learn That I've got this with my soul And there are days when the fire inside me is nothing more than embers and smoke When will I learn that I've got this When will I Trust the process When will I learn That I've got this When will I learn Trust the process
will I learn that I'm already free?